This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCute, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. The Santa Shoebox Project was started in 2006 as a way for people to provide gifts to children who often go without during the festive season. The last two and a half years around the world have been tragic for charities. The need is still there, but people just don't have to give or don't have enough to give. It's been incredibly tough. And today we've got Deb Zelezniak joining us on the Good Things Podcast to chat about the Santa Shoebox Project. We love what your team does. We love what South Africa does for this project. We have featured it many times on Good Things, Guy. It's such an honor to have you here, Deb. Let's start off just by explaining exactly what the Santa Shoebox Project is. With pleasure. So lekker to chat again, Brent. Always appreciate your support. So to go way back, 16 years, 2006, the project started in Cape Town, in Kloof Street with one facility, the SR Kinnerhase, an orphanage up at the top of Kloof Street was our first beneficiary facility. It just took off. People, South Africans, love to give. And they love to know that what they give goes directly to the cause that they're supporting. This isn't an amorphous fund into which you throw in this money and it disappears into operating costs. This is a way that a donor connects with a beneficiary child. It's personal, it's full of love. The donor chooses her child by name, gets her age, gender, clothing size, and creates a Santa shoebox filled with eight items. The minimum is eight items. What we see, of course, far exceeds eight items. I mean, the love explodes from every shoebox. These items aren't things that you and I would consider to be worthy to be called Christmas gifts or end of year gifts. But to a child who does not have a toothpaste and toothbrush, face cloth and soap, those four items are very often the most valued in a box filled with other items like sweets, toys, school supplies and outfit of clothing. These items are chosen with the underprivileged child in mind, Brent. I mean, if you're a you know, prepubescent girl needing to share a face cloth with six other members of your family. I mean, that's just not good enough. We need to empower these children. We need to see them for the massive potential they carry, just like any other child of privilege. So that's us in a nutshell. 16 years later, almost 1.1 million children throughout South Africa and in Namibia have been reached mm. by credible donors, just like you. You know, it it does make my heart warm. And I've been a part of uh, the Santa Shoebox Project for years. Um, The one year you invited me down to the CTICC, where I came to see the, the handovers and people delivering boxes. And it was like... It was Christmas. It was people were, were just bringing presents and it was all getting ready to go to where they needed to go. It was really quite spectacular. What, what do you think was the essence behind starting it? What, what, did you, were you involved in a charity? Did you see children in need? Like, where did the idea come from to really just help kids in South Africa? So it wasn't my idea. It was Irenee and Dee's idea, um, our founder and trustees, The mantra is teach your child the joy of giving. That's the bottom line. You know, we have a terrible divide in South Africa between the haves and the have nots. We live 
in insular lives. In fact, on both sides of that equation, the haves have it all. They think that everybody lives in the same way. The have-nots believe that they're never going to rise above their circumstances. And both of those are not actually true. So the Santa Shoebox is a way of bridging that gap. Let the haves share the love. That's our theme for this year. I'll tell you more about it later. There is no reason why a child of privilege should not understand that there are children who do not have access to all of those fantastic opportunities and resources that they do. It's not sad, it's reality. And it's something that can be addressed, something that can be resolved. And for children on the other side of the spectrum, living an uncertain life in impoverished circumstances without access to all the goodies that their privileged counterparts have, they should know that they have just as much potential, that they are not defined by their economic circumstances, that they can rise above that, and that we, people of privilege, believe in that. A child is equal, regardless of economic circumstance, and that's what our project is all about. And we do love the project. I know many South Africans get involved. You speak about 1.1 million uh, mm. boxes that have already been been packed in the last 16 years. As far as I remember, you hit the million mark in 2020. Um, what was that like to hit a million? That's, that's a very big number. You know, I'm getting goosebumps as you say it. Completely surreal. I mean, who would have thought? You know, 2006, it was 160 shoeboxes. 1.1 million, I mean, a million kids, yo, it's, it's, it still blows us away. Um, we don't define ourselves by a number, though. That's the truth of it. But, of course, it's a magnificent achievement. Irenee, our founder, was the woman who handed over the millionth shoebox to a child in rural KZN. We got hold of the donor who made the millionth pledge. What a gorgeous woman she was, a woman of color, no less, which also just spoke volumes to how far this project has come and how far this country has come in all that time. Um, what an amazing child, what an amazing moment, but each and every child is equal to that millionth child. We've got, because we've been around for 16 years now, we've got children coming out of the system, out of the circle, as donors, as volunteers, as professional people, as people who can test, I wanted to say testimony, testify to the impact that receiving a Santa Shoebox had on their lives. Um, just yesterday, in fact, I was, no, I lie, on Tuesday, I was in Kailitsha at a memorial service for a long-term volunteer. And sitting next to me was Yona, who commented on a Facebook post a couple of years ago she received a Santa shoebox when she was 12. That was in, in 2012. So she's now, correct me here, 22. She's a marketing graduate. She's going to be doing an internship with one of our Santa shoebox supporters. I mean, it's just, you can't make this up. The magic, the, the sparkles, the fairy dust has blessed this project for 16 years. And it is truly making impact. It, it does. And the story you're telling now is actually giving me goosebumps while I sit here. Hey, isn't it wonderful? Just incredible. So, so yeah. I, need, I need to ask, how many boxes get given per year? Because we speak about the 1.1 the million mark, but how, yeah. many, how many Santa shoe boxes are, are sort of delivered to kids in a year? Yeah, so that's where COVID had an impact, unfortunately. But still, 
in the middle of COVID, we had 62,099, I think it was, just had a squiz at our, at our website. The numbers are all there. I haven't opened my infographic, but it's all there. This year, we should be achieving around 70,000. At our crazy, crazy peak, we got to over 120,000 and had to rein it in because, you know, we are a logistics company in essence. To get every single shoebox to the very child for whom it was pledged is a logistics feat of note. It needs cartons, it needs space, it needs trucks, it needs people to hand them over. Computer systems, I mean, you name it. So we we topped it. We said no more than 100,000 a year, please. Let's make it manageable. Let's keep it fun. Let it not drain every essence of lifeblood out of us and our volunteers. So we aim, our ideal would be 100,000 a year. But 70,000 right now in our economic climate is magnificent. And we invite everybody to even just collaborate on a shoebox. You know, it doesn't have to be one for one. It's a wonderful team building exercise. It's fabulous for a family to collaborate on. A book club, schools, you know, we run team pledges for corporates who now can get back into the space, the workspace and create a bit of chess and team building. Um, those pledges open on the 1st of August. So if you are part of a, of a team on, uh, are able to pledge 20 shoeboxes or more, just give us a shout. Team pledge at santashoebox.org.za. We'll have a link to the team pledge um, form on our website. We, really, we make this easy. Anybody can do this. We are here to help. Um, 70,000? I mean, let's knock it out the park. Let's exceed that this year. I think we can. South Africans love to give. Love to give. They do love to give. They just need, need to be inspired. And hopefully this podcast yes. exactly that. So I need to ask, um, how, long, yeah. how long are submissions open for? Because I know you closed that as well. Absolutely. So because it's such a big project, we keep, it, we keep our timelines quite tight. April is when facilities apply to receive Santa shoeboxes. Right now in May, our volunteer teams around the country and in Namibia are vetting those applications. And based on a number of criteria, which are all transparently displayed on our website, things like, are applicants supported by other NPOs or initiatives? Where they're based? We don't want to promise shoeboxes to facilities where we simply don't have a donor base or a team for that matter to make sure that the boxes reach the children. Uh, school fees paid. I mean, there are criteria because, Brent, as you quite rightly point out, the need far outweighs the ability for South Africans to give, especially in this depressed economic climate. So we vet every facility to make sure that the children who do receive the shoeboxes, I don't want to say deserve them because every child deserves a shoebox, but they are the most worthy, the direst circumstances, the most deserving. So we're doing that right now. Next month, the facilities who have been approved will start submitting their name lists. We quality control them. We upload them. We assist the mamas to upload them. We make sure that they're available. Then in July, Mandela Day, virtual Santa shoeboxes with children's names become available. Then it's August, team pledges. Then it's September, public pledges. Then it's October, drop-off. I mean, it's a tight whirlwind roller coaster ride. Um, it's been designed with all of our stakeholders in mind, you know, the, the facilities, the sponsors, the donors, the volunteers, the children. So that's the ride. And then, of course, come November, we hand those boxes out. I'll answer the question as to why the kids don't get the boxes on Christmas Day. 
Well, I challenge anyone to give 70,000 boxes out on one day. <laughs> and of course, remember that schools close for the holidays. Children accompany their families back to where their families live, their extended families. We give the boxes to the kids at school. It's safe. We can ensure that they receive them. It's a way of closing off the year with a massive celebration. So that's the answer to, to one of the FAQs, I must tell you. People wonder why. Mm. We set the kids up as well for their next educational year by giving them school supplies. So let them as well remain there safely waiting for them the next year. It's a well-oiled machine. We've, it's not our first rodeo. We do it really well and we do it collaboratively. So anyone has time, goods, energy to offer, just reach out. We'd love to have you on board. Well, that, that was actually my next question. And I'm, I just picked a town, <laughs> I picked a town randomly. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know if they're on your system. But, but let's say, okay, now, now you've got Butt Blast. And Butt Blast is a place where, oh. where you've realized there's a need and you've got volunteers. How does it work for, for both that need and the volunteers? So that would have to start early in the year. When we start calling for volunteers, for teams across the country, that usually happens in February. And we give ourselves sort of March to get the teams in place so that when we invite the applications, we know we have a team to look after those applications. So that should be the first step. Anybody can sign up as a team member. We do need coordinators in most of the areas that we supply shoeboxes to. Those are the people who ensure that the boxes get to the children. Even if there's no direct donor base, if we see the need and we have the resource, we can always allocate virtual Santa shoeboxes to those areas where there isn't a donor base, because generally those are the direst circumstances, rural with no geographically associated donor base. So that happens in February each year. Just touch base with us, social media, info at santashoebox.org.za, our website contact form, we're everywhere. I mean, every social media platform, we've got 100,000 followers. We know we reach our audience. So just keep an eye open for us and reach out. You know, butt class, if there's someone sitting in butt class right now who believes that next year they want to be on board, there's no reason not to reach out now. We'll keep you on file and we'll talk to you again in February. But please understand that we can't simply slot new facilities in now. It would be unfair to those who have applied through the system. And I have to say, Brent, Three to one. We've got applications for almost 300,000 children this year. Oh, yeah. The need don't is even go there. I know. It's the worst part of every campaign and one we don't focus on. Let's focus on the good we do this because is it is big. <laughs> this is why you're on the Good Things podcast because that's what we're going to focus on. <laughs> My next question, cool. I've, only got, I've only got two more. So my next question is getting to know the child you're delivering to. How does that happen? Well, remember, we do have the Child Protection Act and the Protection of Personal Information Act, yeah. both of which are critical to how we run things. So what you do know about your child, other than her first name, age, gender, and clothing size, and the fact that the facility she attends has been vetted, it's incredibly important to remember that. The other very important bit of information is that the child you pledge for comes from your community. If you live in Butplas, the child for whom you pledge lives in and around Butplas because you're dropping, you, you live in Butplas, you're dropping your shoebox off at a venue in Butplas, that carton of shoeboxes gets taken to the facility or collected by the facility in Butplas and those kids are your neighbours. So it's personal, you're not 
sending a box to some massive settlement in a massive city. It's right there on your doorstep. You, you're helping your neighbors, and that and that just makes helping my heart your neighbors. So, makes my heart so warm. Um, Deb, what is so this year's theme is let the haves share the love. What is that about? What does that mean? Where does it come from? Oh, do I love this theme? So, as I said at the beginning of our chat, Brent, an underprivileged child is equal to a child of privilege. They should have the access to the same resources that a child of privilege does. So what we're doing by extending this theme, share the love, is we're empowering the beneficiary child to also be a giver, a gifter. We're encouraging our donors to include a duplicate item in their shoebox. We've had these gorgeous share the love stickers printed and badges printed. We're going to apply that sticker to the duplicate item in the shoebox. If a donor is not able to put a duplicate item in, we will. We work very closely with Book Dash, for example. Two books will go into a shoebox. We'll put a Share the Love sticker on the second book. We will inform and educate the caregiver as to this theme. What it is telling the child is give this item with a Share the Love sticker to someone you love your sibling, your cousin, a friend, your neighbor, somebody that you love. Be a giver. Sharing is caring. We know this. For this underprivileged child to receive a box full of brand new goodies, because that's the criteria, of course. Everything is brand new and chosen for that child in mind. Let them also be a giver of a brand new gorgeous item to someone that they love. Share that love. Mm. Isn't that divine? I know. I love this thing. This is the most beautiful thing that you've come up with in 16 years, besides the actual project. But I just (laughs) feel like it teaches people empathy, compassion, love, the power of giving, what that means, what it brings back to you. It's it's so powerful. And not only will you be reaching, hopefully, 100,000 kids, but there'll be 100,000 other gifts given to 100,000 more people. It's exactly. beautiful, just beautiful. Thank you. We're calling it amplifying the love internally. Amplify actually, the love. Hey, amplify the love. We've got to say share the love because amplifies a bit. It's not kitty friendly, right? <laughs> share the love we all get, but it had to be a universal theme. Um, I'm sitting here staring at my boxes of stickers and badges and I can't wait to get them out there. <laughs> well, I'm so excited. Deb, thank you to you and the entire team and to all the wow. South Africans that not only volunteer their time, but volunteer their efforts and their, their goods to giving back to these kids. We love the Santa Shoebox Project. I will keep supporting you. I will keep yeah. shouting from the rooftops about the incredible wow. work you do. And for all of our listeners, if you want to get involved and please get involved, I want you to visit Santa Shoebox shoebox.org.za it is that easy i'm going to say it again santa shoebox.org.za deb thank you for your time today i'm inspired i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna rally some of my friends together this weekend and we're gonna start working on our shoebox oh you guys just make my heart overflow honestly love chatting to you love what you do and so appreciative of your support Friend, just for the record, you know it was our 10th birthday that you came to visit and play with us at the CTICC. Six just, years ago. It's now for another visit. Oh, I'm coming down. <laughs> this year, December. Yeah. I'm coming down. Oh, November, when we do the packing and giving away. I'm coming down. I'm going to be there with the team. I'll bring cake. It'll be fantastic. Oh.
Awesome. Can't right. wait. Thanks, Thanks honey. Thank you. Bye. That's it. Wishing you only good things. And for more good things, visit www.goodthingsguy.com. Okay? Love you. Bye.